and we back, back like we never left. Welcome to Just a Little Pod, where we discuss all things disability awareness. Um, the person you're listening to is your host, Toria Jones, the one with the disability. And if my co-host was here, you would hear her say, hey, I'm Ronisha, and I don't have a disability, but I'm here to support. <laughs> um So yes, usually this podcast has two people, but uh, good news for y'all. Next week, I believe, or um, better yet, we'll just say next episode, Ronisha will be back. The dynamic duo will be back. And I am very excited because I feel like I cannot be funny without my homie. Okay? Um, Who am I supposed to crack jokes with? Or better yet, who is supposed to crack jokes on me? You know what I mean? Only Ronisha can do that. So I'm very excited that the Dynamic Duo will be back for the next episode. So I hope y'all, as the audience, are excited for her to come back as well. So um, I hope y'all are sending her messages saying, we can't wait to see you or hear you again on the podcast. So... So yeah, don't, go do that. Go send her some messages. Go follow her on her personal page. It's underscore Ronisha, R-O-N-I-S-H-A. And um, yeah, send her some messages and be like, I can't wait for you to get back. The dynamic duo will be back. Um, all those kinds of things, okay? So like I said, this is a podcast where we discuss all things disability awareness. So if you're new, welcome. We're so glad to have you here. Um, please make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms at Just a Little Pod. And that's how you can stay updated with everything that we're doing. And you can also connect with us and connect with other people, uh, learn some things, all that kind of stuff. So make sure to follow us on all the social platforms. And also make sure to check out our website, justalittlepod.com. We also post our episodes there. So if you're not subscribed or if you don't have any podcast apps on your phone, uh, you can listen to us on our website without really signing up for any platforms or anything like that. So like I said, check out our website, justalittlepod.com. We also have a blog on that website. So sometimes we do a little writing and... um, yeah, so please make sure to check that out. And also remember to um, subscribe and follow us on these social media platforms. So whenever we post an episode, you'll be notified as soon as the episode is posted. So uh, make sure y'all do that. And don't forget to share with your friends, okay? We're trying to be- make this a big thing, okay? And uh, we're also trying to be bigger and better. We're trying to improve. And we're trying to, you know, give y'all some quality content. And the more y'all share it, the more that challenges us to, you know, provide better content and all those types of things. So please share with your friends and family, your coworkers. Just share with everybody, okay? And uh, spread the word and tell them to make sure they subscribe, okay? Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And so, yeah. So, like I said, it was uh, we're back. Um, I had to take a break. Ronisha was already taking a break. 
but I had to take a break because your girl was just overworked. I feel like um, I had a lot going on and I needed to like take a moment to step back and uh, make sure that I got everything squared away. And then I had to give myself a breather. And then um, new update, I have a new job. So I'm trying to prepare for that. It was just a lot going on. And I think um, the other thing that kind of took a lot of energy out of me is that during the month of October, I was releasing episodes week after week, not doing the bi-weekly thing. And then I also was uh, preparing for the, the summit. And then I was also preparing for a presentation that I was asked to do. And so it was just constantly like, go, 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 go. And um, then I have to think about the other things that are going on in my personal life. So now that everything has slowed down and I have a bit of a grip on everything, I am able to come back to the podcast. So, but all is well. Everybody's good. And Ronisha's good. I'm good. We're all peachy keen. We just, you know, like I said, sometimes life is like, girl, take a break. Okay, so anywho, hopefully we won't do uh, these long breaks anymore um, because we want to make sure that we stay consistent with the podcast. We don't want to lose y'all, okay? And so, yes, so just so y'all know too, I usually put uh, video clips on our social media pages uh, just so we can like promote our podcast. Well, that's not going to happen this time because I am literally in my bonnet and a sweatshirt right now. So, and it's not the most pleasant thing to see right now. So what will happen is we will post a clip to promote it, but it will not be a video. Just so y'all know. Okay. (laughs) I just thought I should let you know. All right. It's one of those days. Okay. And besides my, my apartment is kind of all over the place. Cause I'm trying to clean up and wash clothes and all this other stuff. And you would see it in the video camera. It's just a mess. Okay. So anywho, now, um, while we were gone, it seems like there was a lot of news that was going on, uh, while we were away and we didn't even get a chance to talk about it on our podcast. So uh, one of the things is, um, which is a big news, is Britney Spears is now free. So uh, that's great news. Shout out to her. Okay. Uh, you know, she, if you didn't know, she was under a conservative ship and she wasn't able to do basically anything. This is just a short, uh, long story short version of, of the conservatorship. Uh, I suggest y'all check out our episode y'all better free Britney episode to get more of like the understanding of what happened. But yes, she was just, uh, you know, not really able to have full autonomy under this conservatorship. And so now that she's free, she seems like she's happy. She is just living her best life. And it seems as though she's going to, you know, continue to call people out. And so, and I'm here for it. Call everybody out, okay? As they should be called out, all right? And I also want to encourage, uh, specifically to our able-bodied listeners, is that although, because there was a lot of people who were supportive of Britney and her freedom 
you know, being free from the conservatorship and things like that. A lot of support. But I just want to remind you all that this is a reality for a lot of disabled folks. There's disabled folks who are under conservatorship who they do not have the resources or the same type of support to be released out of their conservatorship. So I just want y'all to be reminded of that, that just because Britney Spears is a celebrity, that doesn't mean that this is an isolated issue. This is an issue that a lot of disabled folks experience, okay? So what I'm basically trying to say is we have to keep that same energy for folks who aren't celebrities, for folks who are just everyday folks, okay? And so so that's what's going on. So congrats to Britney Spears, okay? Hopefully she, you know, continues to live her best life uh, and probably get the help that she needs because I'm sure that that took a toll. Um, and that is a very traumatic experience to be under conservatorship. So hopefully she's able to get the proper help to kind of heal through all of this. And uh, yeah, that's my hope for her. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, which is going to be the topic of this episode, is um, what ended up happening while we were away. Uh, It was a topic of conversation on Twitter uh, and Instagram about a particular activist. And I wanted to talk about it because I want to, you know, elevate the experiences specifically for wheelchair users, I want to elevate their stories um, or lift up their stories and and their experiences. And um, I also want to educate folks, whether they're disabled or not, educate folks on what the reality of a wheelchair user and a person who uses assistive devices. Like, I just want to give y'all... Um, a reality that they have to deal with. Okay. So anywho, um, this is a lesson for me. Like I didn't, uh, some of the stuff that I learned, I did not know was an issue or something that is all, you know, a concern for most people. So this was educational for me. So I just, like I said, I want this to be educational for y'all who are listening as well. And so trigger warning, um, there will be conversation of, you know, death. Um, there will be conversation of, you know, inaccessibility and things of that nature. So if that is something that is very difficult for you to listen to, I encourage you to, you know, maybe skip past this part. Uh, or just do whatever works best for you. I want you to take care of yourself and don't feel like you have to be obligated to listen to this story if you feel it is um, triggering for you, okay? So so who I am going to talk about, her name is Ingracia Figueroa. I hope I'm saying her first name correctly. Um, but basically she, if you don't know who she is, she is a very prominent disability rights activist. She has done a lot of work where she advocated for better working conditions for disabled folks. Um, she's like the, the president of the board of communities actively living independent and free. So that is a center that is designed to help 
disabled people to live independently in Los Angeles. Um, she's a actor. She's a storyteller. She she just does a lot. She did a lot of work um, for disability rights. And um, she worked hand-in-hand. Hand, I mean, I'm sorry. She worked with the Hand-in-Hand Hand Network, which they're the ones who were able to tell her story of what she went through with the airlines. And so a lot of this information I got from them. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to just tell this story. Um, so basically, in Gracia, in July, she attended a rally in D.C. And after she was traveling back home to L.A. or Los Angeles, she realized that United Airlines accidentally damaged her wheelchair. Now, to put in perspective, wheelchairs are an extension, I guess you could say, of a person's life. That is what helps them become, or that is what helps them get through everyday things. So if without their wheelchair, they are not able to do what they need to do. So, um, so for them to damage it, that is like a really big deal. And an extra layer to that is the wheelchair costed about $30,000 because the, the wheelchair had to be specially designed for her, for her body. Okay. So if you didn't know, and Gracia, her, uh, she had a spinal cord injury and she had a leg amputation. So like I said, this chair was specifically designed to support her body. And um, just to take a pause, I didn't, for some reason, I did not realize how important wheelchair, wheelchairs, uh, the design of wheelchairs, I didn't realize how important that is because I remember when I got surgery on my spine, I was given a wheelchair by the hospital but before I got the wheelchair, they had to like do my sizing and they had to like, it was very, the wheelchair was very specific to my body. And so it's just, um, when I read about this situation, I was like, yeah, you're right. Like I, I was quickly reminded of that wheelchair when I was, I think I was in the fifth grade. Um, that wheelchair was literally designed for Toria and no one else could just use that wheelchair. Okay. And it was designed to support my back and, and, you know, all that jazz. So, so same thing for her, her wheelchair was specifically designed for her body and, and to support her body. Okay. So it's a one of a kind, uh, wheelchair. If I, yeah, I would might as well say it's a one of a kind for her. And so, um, so because they damaged her wheelchair, United Airlines uh, gave her a broken manual chair. And according to Hand in Hand, they explained that Ingracia was forced to sit in this broken manual chair for five hours at the airport. She's at the airport trying to figure out who's going to be replacing this chair. What, what are y'all going to be doing? Like she's trying to get answers. Meanwhile, she's sitting in this broken manual chair that is not designed for her body, okay? And so, um, 
And then for five hours, I just want to emphasize that is a long time. Okay. So of course, during those five hours, she was uncomfortable. She was in pain. Uh, she was just struggling to maintain her balance in that chair. And because of what she was experiencing in her body, she developed a sore on her body, okay? And so when she finally returned home, she had some pain and she just went, ended up going to the hospital, okay? Now, initially, United Airlines did not want to replace the custom chair. I assume it's because of the fact that the chair was $30,000 and they didn't want to shell out that $30,000. That's my genuine opinion because, of course, no one wants to pay for their mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, they initially didn't want to replace the chair. So here's where I'll take another pause. Now, I learned that with the Airline Carrier Access Act, um, that states that airlines must repair or replace lost or damaged assistive devices, okay? So, the fact that the ACAA states that they must repair or replace lost or damaged assistive devices, and United Airlines was initially like, nah, I ain't trying to pay, I mean, replace no chair. Um, they were what they were trying to do is like, let's see if we can fix it. But they couldn't really fix the damages of that chair. And again, hand in hand, Network stated that a motorized chair that has undergone damage, it can pose a severe threat or risk of a fire. And it's, it's literally unsafe for them to reuse it again. So the best option for them is to just replace the chair altogether. And and it makes sense. Um, and so United Airlines clearly did not understand that. But again, this was initially, they were like, I don't want to re- replace that chair, right? And so um, it wasn't until months later that the United Airlines finally agreed to replace the chair. But but at that point, Angracia suffered health complications in the meantime, okay? So uh, she was so during this time, Angracia was forced to use a loner chair, which again, this chair was not designed specifically for her body. So it was just all it was doing was making her pain, making her pain and and everything that she's going through worse. It's worsening everything, okay? And so, like I said, they finally agreed to replace the chair, but it was really, at that point, too late. And so, Ingracia's sore that she developed got worse due to the lack of support of her torso and hips, and the sore developed an infection which spread to her hip bone, okay? And so, like I said, the, the, um, the pain, the effects, the effects of not having her chair completely like affected her body. Okay. And so sadly on October 31st, Ingracia passed away due to those complications. Okay. And so I just, I, 
when I read about this story, it completely broke my heart to know that she did not have to die. You know what I'm saying? She did not even have to go through this. The fact that she, you know, it's all because of United Airlines not taking the initiative to be like, first of all, back up. Let's back up. The fact that United Airlines did not even put enough care to properly transport her chair to where it wouldn't be damaged, that alone shows the lack of care that they had, right? And then to also then, you know, whenever it was found out that it was damaged, they did not care enough to be like, oh, let's try to replace it right away. Let's try to do this right away. Let's try to accommodate. Better yet, let's just try to accommodate to this person um, who needs a chair, who needs a wheelchair, okay? And so I also wanted to make sure or make sure I mentioned, we talked briefly about this in one of our episodes and a woman, she, her wheelchair was damaged and it's in United Airlines. I, I'm sorry, it probably wasn't United Airlines, but it was probably a different one. But the airlines was like, sorry. I, I mean, they were just not very empathetic to the situation and they weren't accommodating at all. Meanwhile, this woman is crying her eyes out because she needs a, her chair. That like, I just want to make sure I really emphasize that folks with devices, mo- mobility devices, assistive devices, things of that nature, that is, it's not there for aesthetics, okay? It's there because they need it. It's a part of their life, okay? And it, it's it, when you damage it, it, it affects everything in their lives. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something to take lightly to just be like, well, oh, well, like, no, that's not how that works. Okay. And so I really want to like heavily emphasize that. And I also, every time I talk about Ingracia's story, I will continue to call out United Airlines because they need to be, they need to understand that they have blood on their hands with this. And like I said, Ingracia did not have to, like, this did not need to happen. Had they acted appropriately, she could still be alive and still be putting in the work for disability rights. But no, United Airlines and all the rest of the airlines have to be tripping, okay? And so, um, so yes, I, I just wanted to share that story and really show that this is an experience that most wheelchair users um, and folks with other devices, this is their reality. This is the experience that they have and they have to deal with the possibility of something being damaged while traveling. And the sad part is disabled folks should not have to stress about the, they should not have to stress about, you know, whether or not they're things are going to be damaged on a plane, okay? Like, they should be able to travel like anyone else, and then whenever they get off that plane, that their chair or whatever device that they're using is in good tip-top shape. That's what's supposed to be happening, okay? So, anyway, I'm going to, we're going to take a break, a short break, 
okay? Um, and because I just love doing that. <laughs> and so we're going to take a short break and uh, we'll be back after these messages, even though there is not going to be a message. It's just going to be some nice little tunes, okay? And, uh, but like I said before, we're going to manifest, okay? One day we will have an ad and we'll put it in there, okay? So manifest with us, okay? (laughs) But yes, we're going to take a short break and we will continue this conversation after these lovely tunes. I hope y'all did some fun things during your break, or maybe not. I don't know, but uh, we're back from the break, and so like we were saying before the uh, before the break, we were talking about Ingracia's story. We want to make sure we let everyone know, or the people who were close to Ingracia, we send our love to you and her family. We send love to the people who worked closely with her. Uh, When I was doing research about her and her story, I noticed how many lives that she touched and how many people were just saying incredible things about her. And just, it, it just shows how much of an important figure she was in the disability community. She was doing such amazing work and she touched so many people. So, like I said, it just goes to show how amazing she was. And we send our love, like I said, to her family, to her friends, to her colleagues. We send our love because I can imagine how uh, heartbreaking it is to hear about someone so amazing. And so... Um, so for this part of this episode, I just wanted to also um, give y'all some more educational stats and things of that nature. And so, like we were saying before, and this is a quote from Ingracia, but she was saying how mobility devices are an extension of our bodies. When they are damaged or destroyed, we become redisabled. And like I said, that's what we were saying before is that when you damage somebody's wheelchair or their devices and things of that nature, it affects everything else in their lives. And then they're not able to, to you know, do what they need to do because that is, like I said, an extension of their lives, okay? And so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I included that quote because this is just goes to show how important it is. And also it's, it's important to know that Ingracia has had her chairs damaged before. So this is not her, her first rodeo. And so she's been trying to fight against this for a long time. And, and so again, to know that this is a reality for wheelchair users is really heartbreaking to know because it, it this should not be, this should not be a reality. They again, they should be able to travel 
or go anywhere without the fear that their wheelchairs or their devices are going to be damaged. Okay. And so I looked up the, the statistic before, but I want to say it again. But in 2019, it was reported by the Air Travel Consumer Report that 10,548 disabled people reported that their wheelchair, scooter, or other assistive devices had been lost, damaged, or stolen during their travels. So that amounts to roughly 29 a day, okay? So I know for most people, we stress about, you know, losing our our luggage or the damaging of our luggage. You know, that is, airlines are famous for doing that. That is the truth, right? But we also want to consider that they're not, luggage is not the only thing that they're losing or damaging, um, the fact that 29 a day are being lost, damaged, or stolen, that's ridiculous, okay? And um, like I said, the ACA, ACAA, which is Airline Carrier Access Act, that is there to provide some protections for disabled travelers. So disabled travelers have this protection of if airlines um, lose or damage their assisted devices, they must replace them or repair them, right? So ADA, which is Americans with Disabilities Act, that for some reason does not extend to airline travels. Not quite sure why, but there you have it. And I guess they figure uh, Americans with Disabilities Act does only work on the ground, I guess. I have no idea why. But they do have something to kind of suffice for that, which is the ACAA. And so, but the here's the downside to the ACA or ACAA. Okay. Um, so basically, what ends up happening is that um, since ADA does not extend to airline travel, the ACA comes in and, and puts these prohibit or these regulations in place, right? So the ACAA prohibits airlines to deny transporting a pa- passenger and their equipment. So airlines are not allowed to be like, uh-uh, you're disabled with your wheelchair, you're not allowed to fly. Like they cannot do that by by that law, okay? But ACA does not include private right actions. So if a person feels like their rights were violated, they cannot bring private legal action to these airlines. So I find that jacked up because, again, if you remember the statistic that I gave you, 29 Wheelchair scooters or other assistive devices are ruined a day. And there's no sense of responsibility that we can, you know, place on airlines. That's a problem. That's a problem, babe. Okay. And so who are we actually protecting? Are we protecting disabled travelers or are we protecting ACAA? 
Because if you're asking me, the way I'm reading this and the way I'm understanding it is they just want to take the money of a disabled person. But ne- but when it comes to actually helping or accommodating to a disabled person, that's not, they don't, they don't care about that. That's not a priority. But maybe that's just how I'm understanding it. I don't know, but it just seems jacked up. But, um, so yeah, so it just goes to show that this is a, an issue that needs to be worked on. This is something, wheelchair, well, let me rephrase, people in the disability community have been talking countlessly about how important it is for them to have accommodations on airplanes and making sure that, again, they have, they are able to to use their wheelchairs once they get off this plane, okay? And if it does get damaged, that y'all take the proper protocols to fix them, okay? To either fix them or replace them. I am 98% sure, 98.5% sure that airlines can afford to pay or replace a wheelchair. And if it if it costs that much, or if it's such a such a expensive thing, maybe that will encourage airlines to stop freaking ruining people's devices. Y'all about to have me cussing on this out in this podcast. I'm just saying it's just annoying. Like it just stuff like this, when I read stuff about like this, it just reminds me how this how society does not care about disabled people. They don't. And that's such a, a sucky reality. And so, um, anyway, like I said, Ingracia did not have to die. And um, airlines need to do better. Y'all need to do better. So if you work for an airline and you're listening to this podcast, please encourage the people at the in the higher-ups to do better. Please, like, because they do. They need to do better, Okay. Um, what I also wanted to talk about, um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but, um, I hope y'all keyed in on the fact that Ingracia's wheelchair cost $30,000 to make, to design for her. Okay. Wheelchairs and other assistive devices are expensive. Okay. Couple that with disabled folks are live most uh i can't remember the statistic off the top of my head but um disabled folks are usually at the risk of poverty because you want to know why disability is expensive okay we will have an episode designed or design we will have an episode where we talk about how expensive it is to be disabled in america and um and yeah so more than likely she is not able to afford, or, or most people are not able to afford to pay for another wheelchair their, on their own, okay? Or any type of devices, okay? It's expensive, all right? And for someone to have their wheelchairs damaged and then $30,000 is basically down the drain because somebody was negligent, that is super frustrating, Okay, so I just want to also put that out there again. I, I we will have an episode 
where we talk about how expensive it is to be disabled in America because it's very freaking expensive. On top of, there's not a lot of um, financial resources for disabled folks. There's a whole piece on that. And might I also add, I'm very excited to talk about the expenses of being disabled because it's very much so along the lines of sociology and it's very much so up my alley. So I'm excited to dig deep into that conversation. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just it, it, it's just want to put that out there for y'all to know. So, so I guess what you're thinking about right now as we're, as I'm telling you all of this is that you're probably thinking, well, what can we do? How can we fix this? What can airlines do? Well, what airlines can do is, like I said, take accountability. Whenever y'all ruin a or damage a wheelchair or any type of devices, you as an airline are responsible to make sure you accommodate to this person. Okay? Accommodate and figure out what you can do to better um to to make sure that their their health and their livelihood is not you know at risk right now okay you need to accommodate okay so if you damage it you need to figure out something or come up with some type of plan to make sure that this person does not have to wait in the airport for five hours in a broken chair okay so that's what airlines can do. Just do better, okay? And what you can do as a listener is sign a petition. <laughs> um, Hand in Hand Network created a petition to end the damage and destruction of assistive devices for, um, you know, for airlines to to end the damage and destructive. I'm sorry. We're going to say that one more time, audience, okay? Hand in Hand Network created a petition to, for airlines to end the damage and destruction of assistive devices. So I encourage you all, I will put this in my, or in our description box. So I encourage y'all to click the link and sign that petition because we need we need to continue to hold people accountable for this. This this cannot keep happening. Twenty nine wheelchairs being um, damaged, lost, or stolen a day does not need to keep happening. Okay, so that's what you could do, and continue to raise awareness and lift up the the voices of disabled folks. And you, if you're an able-bodied person listening, um, I encourage you to, you know, when you see stuff like this happening around you, whether it's at the airport or at your workplace or anywhere like that, if you see stuff like this happening around you, be the one to call it out. Be the one to be like, hey, this does not need to be happening. This is not okay. We need to make accommodations. We need to do something about this. Like sometimes it's like it, it would be great 
if able-bodied folks are the ones calling out ableism and calling out the lack of accommodations and the lack of dignity and all those kinds of, like sometimes it, it it's good when y'all do that. And so if you see it, call it out. Okay. And, um, and be that ally. You, you feel me? And so, um, and another thing that airlines can do, like training, there should be training policies and procedures that teaches employees how to properly store, handle, and transport mobility devices. That's the other thing. Why is there no policies on that? I don't know, but there needs to be. There needs to be some policies and procedures in place, okay? And and I'm sure the some of the reasons on why wheelchairs are damaged is because they are, um, people just don't know. They don't know how to, to store it. And so if y'all can just train people how to do these things, then maybe, just maybe, we could avoid these issues. So, um, so yeah, y'all need to just ensure that disabled folks can fly stress-free, knowing that their devices will be in the same shape it was before getting on that plane, Okay. If that's, that's what it needs. That's what needs to happen. That, that is the end result to all of this. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, please make sure to sign that petition and continue to raise awareness about these types of issues. And, um, because like I said, it it doesn't need to happen. And, and, and Gracia did not have to die. She, she should still be with us. And, um, and so I just want to make sure that we lift up her name and lift up her voice, lift up her work. Like I said, she's done great work um, in the disability community. She's well respected, and uh, I just, you know, I just want to lift up her her name. And um, and yeah, and so I guess we'll wrap it up on that note. So please make sure to follow us on social media at Just a Little Pod. Check out our website, justalittlepod.com. And also make sure to subscribe or follow us on whatever platform you're listening to us. Because if you do, when we release our episodes, you'll be notified and you'll be the first to listen to these episodes. Okay. So make sure y'all do that. And I really encourage you all to send us DMs, um, or maybe leaving a review because, um, we want to try to be better. We're, we're not professional podcasters as you must know. And so, uh, we're learning, uh, like we're learning as we go. And so, if, if we are lacking in certain areas or if you, you know, just have certain expectations or ideas or anything like that, please don't hesitate to send us a DM or, you know, just send us a message and let us know how can we improve? How can we be better? Um, what is something that you could probably do without in the podcast? Things like that. And, and if you have nice things to say that's fine too you can just say hey i really love that y'all talk about these things or whatever but uh make sure to feel free to send us messages so we can know what y'all are thinking because i mean 
the, the podcast is not just for me, it's for all of y'all. So we want to make sure that we are giving y'all some quality work. So please make sure to, like, just don't feel like you can't message us. Like, always feel like you can message us, okay? If you prefer to send us an email, that's that's good too. Our email is just a little pro at gmail.com. So you can email us, you can DM us, you can do all kinds of stuff. But just just know that you are totally allowed, if that makes sense, to send us your thoughts on these episodes. Tell us what you think, okay? And um, and yeah, we'll be back with another episode. I don't know, I can't remember if it's going to be next week or the week after. I have to check my calendar, but know that Ronisha will be back very, very soon. She'll be back for the next episode, and I'm very excited because I just feel like I'm not as interesting when I'm by myself, so, <laughs> so yeah, and, um, and yeah, back to the messages. If y'all have constructive things to say, please let us know. Now, if y'all are going to send us messages saying y'all suck and y'all need to never make a podcast ever again, then I'm going to be like, well, no, you're just being mean, okay? (laughs) So don't send us messages like that. But send us something constructive so we can improve, okay? I I forgot to put that disclaimer out there. But anyway, and so, yeah, back to what I was saying. Make sure to follow us on all the things. Check out our website. There is a new blog post on our website where we talk about um, where I, well, I'm the one writing the blog post, but um, where I talk about Virgil Abloh, um, rest in peace to him. And uh, I also mentioned Chadwick Bozeman in the blog post. So I talk about them too in relations to uh, disabled folks choosing to not disclose their disability or their illness. So uh, please check that out. It's um, hopefully it brings some insight to you as the reader. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And so I was going to try to do like a joke at the end of the episode, but I can't think of a joke off the top of my head. Um, For some reason, my mind is not letting me find the joke. But I hope that y'all are having a great day or night whenever you're listening to this episode. And please stick with us, all right? I would hate for you to, like, you know, be like, oh, I'm not into y'all anymore. And then watch me get famous. And then you're like, oh, snap, I should have stuck it through. You know what I mean? You, you would hate to be that person, I would think, right? So stick with us. Stick with us while we're at the bottom, okay? <laughs> and 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 grow with us, okay? So make sure to share it with your friends and family because, again, these are important topics and important information. And, um, you know, reminder to you, just because you're not disabled, that doesn't mean that this information does not apply to you because guess what? Someone you know has a disability, okay? Someone in your family might have a disability. So disability issues is something that you have to be concerned about just as much as it is concerned at just as much as it is a concern for disabled folks. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. But anyway, so I'm going to leave y'all hanging and um, just stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going to go take a shower now because it's bedtime. Okay. (laughs) 
Bye, y'all. Be blessed.